I was going to say, I'm sure Satan uses shitty cinnamon to torture some people in hell. <laughs> that would be such a great compliment. Uh, your hell is listening to all your friends' weird-ass podcasts. So <laughs> everybody you've ever met who told you they had a podcast, you now have to listen to all all of them on repeat all the time. Oh, God, that is a nightmare. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Shitty cinema indeed. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. I'll screw with your weather. And juice. What's up? Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month, our theme is cinema. Shitty cinema. A genre that I've really <laughs> been wanting to bring back for a while. Spy movies. We're looking for the good, the bad, mm-hmm. uh, and the absolute worst we can find in the genre. So, Casey, you've got to get us started for the month. What are we watching today? The Avengers. No, but not no, that no, not that one. Not this that Robert one. Downey, no? No, no. No. This is round This is Robert Downey Connery. Um 1998, <laughs> The Avengers starring Uma Thurman, Sean Connery, and that dude that plays Voldemort, Ralph something. Wait, Ralph Fiennes plays Voldemort? Yeah, they just took his nose off. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. I've him. only seen one and a half of the movies and never read the book and I knew that. Damn you. I've seen one of the movies. Man, Connor right, really it... was the RDJ of his day, though. Or rather, Robert Downey so. Jr. is the new Connery. Not at all. All right, Case. Well, we're going to dive really deep into Sean Connery here in a little bit. But first, <sighs> you need to get us an elevator pitch in about 10 seconds or less, all right? While walking through a botanical garden, you end up getting turned around because your umbrella isn't see-through. Oh. So... Lost, you can't find your way, you run into a dead end, and uh, as you turn around to start to retrace your steps, a leathery Sean Connery hand grabs you by the neck. He pulls you in, and you are getting wetter and wetter, and before you get dehydrated, (laughs) (laughs) you got about 10 seconds to sell us this movie. Americans ruin another British TV show by taking Poison Ivy, a dash of Voldemort, and a twist of Scotland's sweetheart for an unfunny Austin Powers Bond film. Eight, Eight seconds. seconds. Wow. I almost forgot to count. I was so disturbed. <laughs> the Sean Connery hand coming out of the darkness. <laughs> Before we get ahead of ourselves discussing Connery's potential leatheriness, let's go over the plot of the movie that Shitty Cinema watched today, all right? Over the first 20 minutes or so of the film, we meet our secret agents, John yeah. Steed and Emma Peel, played by Ralph Fiennes and Uma Thurman. Steed is an agent for the generically named The Ministry, a secret government agency led by mother and father that prevents Austin Powers sound <laughs> villains. And Dave, you forgot to mention that Emma Peel is a sword fighting scientist that made weather manipulation technology for the government until her lab mysteriously blew up. Roadhouse. Emma's actually suspected of being at fault for that explosion, but pretty soon we meet Sean Connery, who is such an obvious villain that even the movie doesn't bother pretending he's not the movie's villain. He's definitely (laughs) guilty of something, that's for sure, guys. (laughs) You don't know what he's going to get arrested for because there's so many counts of everything that you're just like, ugh. 
Whenever it happens, it's like, ah, yep, I saw it. I it's never want to be that close creepy. to him. Yeah, no, like, I, I never want to be that close to him. The best oh, yeah. way to introduce a non-creepy character is to have them first playing an organ. Yeah, the first thing I wrote down for Sean Connery was evil scientist, flower enthusiast, close talker. <laughs> oh, my lady. Yeah. You are so right. That's true. Right, Ooh. right. Well, I thought it was cool at first because I'm like, oh, he's playing the organ. It's He's a cool, what did I say? Sean's intro is fantastic, playing the organ. The next line is, I never want him that close to my face. <laughs> oh, man. Connery's got the weather manipulation tech and a clone of Uma Thurman that he's planning on taking over the world with. Call it Dubla Thurman. <laughs> Dubla Thurman. Uno Thurman and Duo Thurman. Hey. And by the world, Dave, you mean the United Kingdom. Yeah, really just the United Kingdom. Quick question. Yeah. How upset would you be if you met Sean Connery and he's like, meet my wife, and it's a clone of you? <laughs> like, you, Dave, or you, Juice, or you, Dave. I forgot um, about Like, how upset would you be? All right, all right. Steed and Peel investigate Sean Connery's secret society where everyone dresses like giant beanie baby bears. Stuffed beanie baby bears. Not and fucking kidding. fights with wasp drones controlled by Eddie Izzard in a Mini Cooper. Connery reveals that he's been secretly working for the ministry's father and starts terrorizing London with weather while he demands 10% of the GDP. One million dollars. <laughs> sure. Steed and Peel break into Connery's compound with some spy hamster balls and split up to face off against their villains. Yeah. Peel fights her doppelganger while Steed fights Connery. Emma beats her clone while Steel nearly loses the umbrella sword fight. But he turns it around, though, just in time to impale Connery, who gets abducted into the sky by lightning somehow. It's antimatter lightning, Dave, so oh, it yeah. works and it's differently. now on my top ten list of things I'm afraid to die. Pizzazz. <laughs> Fortunately for you, Casey... Emma destroys the weather machine and rides off in a human hamster ball to save the day for Queen and Country. I assume that's how that works. How British is too British? What do you mean, Case? I mean, how many, like, British things are we going to put between two pieces of bread before we say no, no more? <laughs> well, The Avengers is a spy movie. And spies yeah. are notoriously British, Casey. And it's a genre that they really kicked off. Yeah. It's, it's so... based on a British TV show that was very British. I watched an episode <laughs> to prep for this, and it was is real British. Okay, but um, when's the last time that I saw 007 drink fucking tea and make never. a big deal about it? Exactly. He's not British enough. Oh, oh well, he's fines. not? In the Avengers, is right. He's his life revolves around tea. He he's even rich has British. Tea. Yeah, he's rich British. He even has a tea making system built into his vehicle mm. so that it dispenses hot tea at any time he needs it. Of course, it's true. Of course, he's also he does. bowler hat British, which is a particular level of British. <laughs> yeah. You kept calling him Christopher Eccleston. I know he's not, but I really thought like my brain just refuses to like. No, there can't be two British. No, people who they look alike. <laughs> I want to posit that the Avengers is not too British. I want to put forward that it is just the Universal Studios of British. This is just this, an American movie yeah. company trying to... No, like, this felt like an American attack on British people. It <laughs> felt offensive. It kind of felt like a propaganda film against British people because it made you hate everyone. Yes. What if the people, people who made Austin Powers didn't know it was a joke? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that that's a spot on, Dave. This is like the second wave of Beatlemania that happened in like 1992. Not Beatlemania, but like the British invasion shit. Because you yeah. had like the Spice Girls, you had Austin Powers, even though I guess that's like British appropriation. I don't. Maybe. I don't, I, no, I don't, I don't know. know. Fuck. The British do not get to complain about cultural appropriation. <laughs> Dang, you're the victim here. For me, the kicker was when Big Ben got blown up by a lightning bolt, because that's always the like, oh, how are people going to know that it's in Britain? I guess we better blow up Big Ben. I don't know. They had all the umbrellas. They love to shove umbrellas in your face. They had that tacky ass clear one that Uma Thurman was walking with, which up until three hours ago, I totally wanted one. And then you guys are like, oh, you can't see because of the fog. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I see them a lot in like videos from Japan, so maybe they've got some that have got some like super hydrophobic coating on them. So look for the Japanese ones. Yes. I, I need some that are like heavy duty because I also want to use them as like a cow catcher. So like <laughs> run into people and get hi, hi, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Bye. I'm upset that we don't use umbrellas more. I fucking it's great to protect myself from the sun. They're handy to have. It's great to protect myself from Sean Connery's. Oh my I don't, god! I don't. Okay, keep your I would hand love to above learn. your neck. Bartista? Is that what it is, Dave? Bartitsu. Bartitsu. I would love yeah. to learn Bartitsu. It looks awesome. It's the fucking cliche Wait. spy thing, right? Okay, hold on. Stop. Stop, nerds. Are you I... actually telling me that there is a is Barnitsa uh, a martial Bar- art of using Bartitsu. a fucking? Bartitsu, yeah, it's a British martial art. It specializes in having styles that involve the use of a cane or umbrella. Um, Fuck you, Britain. Right. Fuck you. Have you not fucking seen Kingsman Juice? No, I'm a a cinema noob, remember? (laughs) What is wrong with you? You should. It's got some great, it's not actual Bartitsu, but it's got got some great umbrella beatdowns. Much better than the spy. Kingsman's spy umbrella is much better than the Avengers spy umbrella. His just has a sword in it, which I can go to the mall and Mm -hmm. buy one of those. That is not a spy gadget. Right. (laughs) I agree. But fucking, there's not a whole lot of spy gadgets in the Avengers. No, the most spy gadgety thing in this movie was the built-in tea dispenser in his old-timey car, which again is going back to our how British is too British, because all of that. Just all of that. <laughs> okay, statement. but did they not think about like if you accidentally rear end someone and those pipes burst, not only are you in a car accident, but you're in a scalding hot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Right. Did so they not hear dumb. about the hot coffee lawsuit? Whoa. I mean the McDonald's one, not the GTA Old one. Tank of yeah. it? Also, isn't it like a federal crime to spill a cup of tea in Britain? I'm, Do they have I, a I federation? Can only so. yeah. I don't know. Also, who cleans the lines on the old-timey car tea dispenser? (laughs) Like, is this thing just like a McDonald's frosty machine that there's just (laughs) decades of... You don't ask those questions. Right, right. You don't care. They just get done. Dave, remember, if you have old money here, you've got, like, adorable couple millions of dollars, right? And if you have old money there, you own, like, fucking... Baronies and shit like that. I don't know. I assume. Oh yes, we have a castle and also every male right. swan in the country. <laughs> was, so. was there just a queen at some point that went insane, or a king that went yeah. insane? That like, I he wants more shit. I just 
Tell him he can have every swan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, how are we going to do that? We're not going to do that. We're just going to tell him they're all his. (laughs) Okay? And then we're going to go back to ignoring the fucking swans, Jerry. (laughs) We're going to have everybody mail us their swans so when he has enough swans he doesn't want them anymore, he relinquishes them all back. Or kills them all. And he'll bring it up at dinner parties, and we can all (laughs) pretend that we care. Sean Connery in a bear costume. Yay, nay, love it, leave it. Mm, That we expected your rave to be. Can we actually call back to our our past context when we said that this movie actually made Sean Connery quit acting for at least a while? Well, no, it was one of the two movies that he cited. Yeah, yeah. Is this in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Right. Right. But it was back to back. He took two big L's in a row. And just... <laughs> Both right. of which he took because he turned down Lord of the Rings in The Matrix. And then he was like, I'll make that's a comeback true. with these. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know, that, right? that's real bad. Okay, but I mean, I, but can you not just like stop when you see, hey, you're going to be dressed as a giant teddy bear and all of your henchmen are teddy bears. But it was like, the who 90s? the fuck made that choice? They threw a lot of rave elements in movies. That's true. In the 90s, that was a thing where, like, weird costumes or masks. Yeah, every movie needed a rave. And, like, but was this, this was the final one, other than some voice acting. What was it about this movie? Because he got to, he didn't really have to act because he's, like, a choky guy in real life. (laughs) He's very slappy and choky. Like, it's not because you did Zardos. You survived Zardos. That's true, but and that was a so, lot so, no, earlier in his career. It, it's tempting to blame this on a, a bad script, but that's really not the core of the issue because was what happened is that this movie is 96 minutes long. It is supposed to be 116 minutes long, but the first screening got really bad reviews because of how it was edited. So they chopped it up more, and that's why a bunch of it isn't explained and there's no context for it. And so we have this 96-minute wow. movie. Not to say was... that it was ever going to be good, per se, oh, man. but it's been hacked apart. What the fuck was in that other 20 minutes, though? We don't know. It, the, fil- the footage is gone. I don't want to know, personally. I've, so seen enough, I've seen enough two-hour movies where it's just I got to the end of it and I'm like, there was so much they could have been taken out. Yeah, like, and I well want to keep plausible deniability. Okay. He's, he's Actually, done something in this film, and I just can't put my finger on it, and I would wash my hands a hundred times if I did. I've got one pretty big prediction for what's in that 20 minutes, because I'm going to include this fact. I mentioned in the plot that Sean Connery has a clone of Uma Thurman. I had to check the Wikipedia plot summary to find out what the fuck was up with Sean Connery's henchman, who looked exactly like Uma Thurman. Did they ever explain to us that she was a clone or why Connery had a clone of her? Uh, they hint at a clone at one point, but they don't really yeah. come out and explain it. That's probably they, in yeah, like, like, why. He's got he's got clones of flowers that he cloned and brought back right. to life. He tried so yeah. he also cloned some Uma animals. Thurman. Correct. He have like he made a couple two-headed sheep. They showed when they were in the basement yeah. talking to the invisible man who played yeah. Steed in the TV series. Oh, um, oh they that show, was him. Yeah, I you couldn't well, see, I mean, him see him because he was naked like, and he was only wearing glasses, as you pointed out. He was invisible. <laughs> and Except when he stands in front of the projector, they have clothes on his silhouette. So they, Yeah, there is that. that. I'm not going to allow that to break my head, Canon, though. If I ever yeah. get invisibility powers, I am always naked. 
<laughs> Except for sunglasses. <laughs> he also casts a shadow? How does that work? Uh, listen, Dave. You just don't understand invisibility, obviously. I really don't. <laughs> oh, also about Patrick Mackney. I think that's how you pronounce it. Like, Maskney, but Mackney. He was the actor who originally played John Steed? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. He also starred as Roger Moore's driver in a Bond movie. Oh, really? And was in, like, <coughs> Murder, She Wrote and uh, Magnum P.I. This is all from Wikipedia. This is all oh, no. from Wikipedia I, page. That's that's interesting that he was also in a Bond movie. Couch. because the, the woman who originally played Emma Peel also played James Bond's wife in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. See, this is oh, very TV cinema. Show. Shitty yeah. cinema. Yeah. She's also on Game of Thrones, this which she's deep. fucking great on. Case, good fucking call. I good movie. googled it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Did Has anybody else actually watched any of the Avengers TV series? No. 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 I, I bought I? one episode on YouTube TV to Kay. watch for this week. Yeah. Um, just to kind of get an idea of where it's coming from. And I got to say, the ridiculous of this is not far off from what the TV series was going for. Not that that justifies any of it, because the TV series was in the 60s. And that was all TV was terrible in the 60s. <laughs> so, so, like, even with the super witty dialogue where everything everyone says is loaded with innuendo oh, yeah. and very no. clever... 100%. That's that's totally accurate to the TV series. Everybody quips all the goddamn time. You get two quips per observation. It's quip, quip, observation. Quip, quip, observation. Quip, 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 plot. Okay, which was worse? The dialogue or the plot? Oh, man. The dialogue. Uh, for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so it depends. I, I, ha I enjoy some of the quipping, but there's a lot of times where it's just exposition. They're like, the entire beginning of the movie is just them talking at me about how everything is set up and what things do and who does what. Honestly, I do have to say Eddie Izzard had the best dialogue. Yes. <laughs> he basically yes, didn't he have did. any dialogue. No, he didn't have any at all. That's No, he said, oh, One fuck, line. when he died. When he died. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing. I didn't even hear that. I didn't literally. He, didn't he have a line when he took Ralph Fiennes' bowler hat? I, I thought so. he said one no, thing I, then. I thought a guy in back said, or no, Ralph Fiennes said, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah, and then Eddie Izzard gives him a look, and then he just beats the crap out of him with his umbrella. That's right. Jay, did you have a line that touched you? Inappropriately. Show oh. us on the doll you, where if, the line touched you. I mean, if you're so triggered about the... <laughs> If you're so triggered about the dialogue, what hurt you? It's worse than the plot to you. What hurt me? After Connery creeps out of a bush on Emma Peel and has the whole choking introduction thing, mm. he takes her umbrella from her and says, one should never fear being wet. Okay, wait, no. First I'm of very all, dry right now. <laughs> <laughs> Exceptionally so. And puckered all, in fear. I get that. Yeah. First of all, Connery is cheating because everything he says sounds super rapey in like all of his movies. Okay, like, have you, that's have fair. You, you should never finger recently. <laughs> have no, you ever God. felt the sand oh, no. between your toes? Right. Second of all, I love that scene just for the fact that this is at Connery's like indoor jungle, 
and the umbrella that Uma Thurman's got was given to her by his butler. So he has his butler pass out umbrellas just so he can power move, <laughs> take them away, and make them get rained on in his indoor jungle. You should never feel safe. <laughs> Could we have just one. not met in the jungle or like right. turn off the rain for like you chose this scene, Connery? You asshole, I have curly hair. It's not cute <laughs> when it gets wet. Today wasn't a wash day, fucker. Oh, God. When someone gets you th- with the day after, oh, fuck you. All right. Now that you've plumbed the depths of my terror, Casey, what about your psychological torture? After he's paralyzed Uma Thurman, he gets creepy close to her face and says, We'll be like two spoons in a drawer. Ooh, okay, yeah, that one. <laughs> like, I'm now afraid of my silverware. I feel <laughs> afraid every time I go to get fucking cereal in the morning. Ugh, Sean Connery in my kitchen. Again, yes, everything Connery said was rapey. But aside from him... Most of the dialogue of this, it was like eye-rollingly bad, but it wasn't distractingly terrible. The plot of this was just an absolute mess. We had a fucking unexplained clone, for God's sake. How is an unexplained clone not worse than the dialogue? Well, okay, the hamster balls are not (laughs) unprecedented in spy films. But why wasn't there a hamster ball montage? Did the spy double-cross upset you? The father is cheating on mother with Sean no, Connery. No, that's pretty that's pretty standard spy movie stuff yeah. right there. You don't mind you the know. family breaking up? No. no. Uh I, I did like that father was a woman and mother was a dude. That we got a couple good lines out <laughs> that of that. Was fun. That was fun. Right. The father character best. I think could have been fleshed out a lot more. She just kind of was present and then was evil. Yeah. Yeah. And had no yeah, other but- character development. I just wish that she would forever be the therapist from Fleabag because I think if she played that really serious woman from that, this would have been a much better movie. Not to put all that weight on her shoulders. (laughs) So sorry, Fiona Shaw, but we're going to need you to reshoot your scenes and save this film. Bring Sean Connery back. I hate to ask this. All right. He's alive, right? I believe so. Yeah, I've I haven't seen any headlines of him dying, so I'm pretty sure he's still around. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like someone would tell me. All right. So I want to just to see if this changes anything for you. I want to explain to you the plot of that TV episode I watched and see if it changes how you feel about the Avengers, the movie. So in the episode that I watched, John Steed and Emma Peel have to investigate a cat rescue society. wherein a scientist at this cat society has developed a technology that allows him to turn any cat into something as feral and vicious as a lion, so much so that people have been murdered by their house cats in ways that made the police go, shit, a fucking lion did that. And he's going to turn this technology on all of Britain to make all the cats go crazy and murder everybody, except for the one, the people that he has inoculated so the cats don't kill them. And he's going to start a new world where it's just him and the cats. Wait a minute. Okay. So I it's like crazy like cat lady superhero. Yes. Yes. Like the uh, like if crazy cat lady was a supervillain that could make cats turn into lions, but they're still just you know like the same. But still also, just a house cat. The people that they saved by not making their cats crazy aren't they just going to get killed by other bloodthirsty cats? I think uh, it, it was very hard to follow, but they had 
like it was really they were going to know Why? when it was going off so they would stay inside and then he would shut the machine off and they would stop being insane cats knowing that that plot does that make the movie make more sense less sense Oh, the cat makes more sense. Actually, I'm Damn gonna it. say less sense. Why? Would you have rather seen that made into a movie? No, nope. like Connery is a crazy <laughs> cat lady villain. No, even less. No. Even less. I don't want to see that at all. Why would I want to see that? <laughs> can we? Hey, hey. Can we get back on track? Uma Thurman, it's implied that she pegged Ralph Fiennes. It, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't not think that yeah. was implied. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When Is that like they Casey implied or really implied? Nope. It was actual. It was movie implied. So do you remember right before they get kidnapped and Uma Thurman gets thrown in a padded room? Yes. It's when yeah. Ralph Fiennes is giving her the boots. Give her the boots. <laughs> Can we turn that into a sex thing? <laughs> Give her the boots, buddy. <laughs> um, so when Ralph Fine gives her the boots, father breaks in and they get locked up. Remember? Well, uh, she gets on top of him for a minute and she's like, mm, sorry, too tight. And he's like, push harder. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> He was. No, nobody. No, got no, that? I'm. I am no. aware of the innuendo that you put that like, was in there. I didn't think it was a pegging innuendo. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I. I took right. The, she's penetrating him, and on top of, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, Dude, maybe she was using a portable. Do you think the ministry hand? usually gives its prisoners <laughs> strap-ons? Did you say a they weren't prisoners hand? yet? They were free range in his house. Remember. <laughs> He had her put the boots on, but when she already had the boots on, she got on top of him and was like, sorry, it's too too tight. What was the it they were referring to? Her vagina. I thought yeah. we were talking that about was, his It was spy movie innuendo. Why yeah. did you go to... Because pegging. she was on. <laughs> how did you get the pegging from that? Like, how? Wait, did how does? You go wait, from I want. I really want to know how know. her being on top makes right. this your case stronger. Explain she tried pegging the tonight. Whole... <laughs> she put a real fake dick in my real man butt. We're going pegging tonight. What was the? Oh, because it was a power struggle the whole movie. Like. She kept beating him in sword fighting and this, that, and the other. Like, you know what I mean? She had beat him in everything before this. Every time Man, he, you were getting something chan- real different out of those sword fight scenes than <laughs> yeah, I was. Right. I was not getting <laughs> pegging. <laughs> we all know exactly where Casey's brain goes. Right? I guess I'm really glad that I wasn't into fencing in high school because I didn't want to get pegged either. Every time right? I, uh, I didn't know if you lost a fencing match. If right. You get pegged. <laughs> you get poked. Okay, I think it's that very special time that we have to look deep, deep within ourselves mm-hmm. to figure out. Dave, would you watch it again? Okay, yes, this is a deeply bad film. Uh, it's it's not even necessarily bad in the like, oh, it's so fun, bad. It's, it's just a series of poor decisions being made by basically everyone involved. I don't think 
it was the right time to try and adopt this type of property. I think they kept the wrong thing silly and made the wrong thing serious. And God, it hurts to see Sean Connery, who made his name as James goddamn Bond, the progenitor of all things spy, go out on one of the worst spy films ever made. Spy films. Yeah, don't worry, he had two turds at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but despite that, the ridiculous in this is so ridiculous. Sean Connery in a gigantic beanie baby suit, murdering people <laughs> with poison darts that are also in giant beanie baby suits. Uma Thurman fighting a clone. Uh, Ralph Fiennes and his just terrible umbrella sword play that yes. is not at all well yes. shot or acted. There is <laughs> enough in here that I actually had fun watching it. And what is around all of that matters so little that I don't care slogging through it to get to the fun bits. So, wow. yeah, I would absolutely watch The Avengers from 1998 again. In particular, I would watch Casey watch The Avengers from 1998 <laughs> because I had almost as much fun watching her reactions to it as I did watching the movie itself. I don't know what my face was doing, but it was genuine. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. So, Juice, how about you? I don't think you had seen this movie before. I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters, so like I, I knew what I was coming into. But how about you? From 1998, The Avengers starring Sean Connery and Ralph Fiennes and Uma Thurman, would you watch it again? You know, I have seen this movie before, okay. but never in its entirety. Like, I remembered certain scenes, and I remembered parts and bits. But, seeing it in its entirety, you know, there was some really cool gadgets that they tried to introduce. But honestly, any other spy film from 10 years before to 10 years after did it so much better. Without a doubt. So, that on top of the just... Stupid acting and Sean Connery being a motherfucking creep. Hell no, I'm not gonna watch this movie again. It's, Damn. I it, it's a scathing review. I didn't I didn't have any fun. It was just I was feel like I was getting jostled around the whole time. You know, like there wasn't any sustenance to it, and it's probably because we we talked about 20 minutes got cut out, and even that was just so disjointed that they thought it was better to give us this instead of what that was going to be. So. No, I think whoever did this dropped the ball. I'm going to go watch a James Bond with Sean Connery and enjoy myself a hell of a lot more. So, Jay, how about you? The Avengers, but not The Avengers. Would you sit down and watch it again? Just, I'm curious what part of it you didn't have fun. Did you not have ridiculous secret agent shit, right? When we were introduced to Ralph Fiennes, he's secretly going through a training course doing awesome secret agent shit. Do yeah, James Bond did that all names? over the place. Right, we have code names. Father and mother are the heads, and they're male and female, so it's witty. And there's tons of witty one-liners. They exclusively speak in pithy one-liners back and forth to each other. Is there nonchalant fighting where the hero, quote unquote, Ralph Fiennes, doesn't really seem to, you know, be too bothered that he's fighting for his life? Is there not racy driving, fighting robots, outrageous weapons? Juice, I don't know. If that's not fun to you, I don't know what is. What do you want? Because the Avengers has all of that, and it's ridiculous. And who cares about all this stuff? I'm glad they cut out that extra 20 minutes because it's less shit that I have to pretend to not care about 
for the, all of the silliness that, that uh, The Avengers is. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I will watch it again. But I, I think the real question, what we all want to know, is if Dave had a ton of fun watching Casey watch The Avengers, is Casey going to watch The Avengers again? Initially, I was going to say no. Ralph Fiennes is so incredibly <laughs> boring. He's oh cinematic God. Lunesta. Uma Thurman is smarmy, but like wearing way too many clothing layers. So, mm. and Sean Connery has realized that he's passed his last consensual sex scene by a few years and <laughs> absolutely <laughs> seethes in this film. But then, like, just then, it begins to charm you a bit. And Uma dials in a little bit. And there's explosions, but there, however, is not enough reasons for me to sit through 90 minutes of the Avengers again. All right, well, let me pull this sword out of my chest that Jay just assaulted me with. It was actually a peg. You've been pegged. I have been hey. pegged. <laughs> and announced the verdict is in. Two out of four of us are, two out of four of us are not going to watch the Avengers again. Unfortunately... I think I can see where everybody is coming from. I, Jay, I am sorry that I personally offended you, but it's okay. Because it's Cinemites, sweet. ultimately, it's up to you. Jay, next week we're going to continue cinema. Shitty cinema. Next week, what are you bringing for us? Oh, I'm very excited for this. Because we are going to get a shitty cinema star that we all love. And that is David Hasselhoff in 1998's Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. But not that Nick Fury. <laughs> okay. Oh, so man. we had the Avengers, but not those Avengers. And now we're right. getting Nick Fury, but not that Nick Fury. Excellent. Exactly. We're just yes. dancing around Disney titles. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds so romantic, Casey. Is this spy movies or is it like the porn parody MCU. <laughs> what are we going for here? Why can't it be both? All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait to see what kind of copyright infringement we'll be dealing with. Is it? No. Is it? No. Really? It was. It was licensed. Yeah. It's oh, like it's legally made. Yeah, but do you think they probably want to like retroactively unlicense it because it was so <laughs> bad? Very much so. Yes. Very very okay. much so. Well. I remember watching this film, so I'm very excited to see how next week goes for everybody. In the meantime, Cinemites, if you have a bad movie we should review or just want to say hi, check out the Shitty Cinema Facebook page, sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, that's PPL. Go to shittycinema.com, follow Casey at casey.cinema on Instagram, and if you want to support us and you're like, you know, kind of like we're an Uma Thurman clone and you're Sean Connery, but we got to eat, you can uh, visit the Patreon page. And as always, let's turn out the lights, reach out of a bush, and like the secret said, grab what you want in life. Ah! Not if it's Uma Thurman. Ah!